Much of popular music is string-based, played on guitars mainly, but instruments that don't have strings, I'm thinking brass and woodwinds in particular, have also been used in popular music, and of course, jazz has always been a music involving horns. I'm Larry Kensington, and you might say I'm taking matters by the horns on this week's Kensington's Premium Blend, as I bring you a whole array of tunes in which brass and woodwinds have a major part to play. You'll hear from three groups that used horns in popular music from the 1960s, Chicago, Blood, Sweat and Tears, and Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. I'll also bring you some small group jazz from the 60s, along with songs by Otis Redding, B.B. King, and the British indie rock band Florence and the Machine, all of whom perform with the brass section behind them. Finally, I'll bring you an item by the virtuoso symphonic band from Texas, the Dallas Wind Symphony, a group that was formed back in 1985. When they formed their band early in 1967, seven musicians from Chicago called their group the Big Thing, then changed it to the Chicago Transit Authority, and finally shortened it to just Chicago. From the beginning, they played a heady blend of rock and roll with elements of mainstream jazz, and in fact, you could say the septet was a combination of a powerhouse rock quartet with a power brass trio. And here I have one of the group's finer efforts to prove that point, taken from Chicago's second album, recorded in 1969.
Trumpeter, songwriter, and co-founder of A&M Records, Herb Alpert, did more than just about anybody to create the adult contemporary pop sound of the 1960s. And the album that defined that sound became something of a landmark in 1965, Whipped Cream and Other Delights. From that album, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass brought you their hit version of A Taste of Honey, Preceding was the group that helped pioneer the use of brass instruments in rock music, Chicago, with an edited medley of Make Me Smile and Now More Than Ever, taken from the song cycle that comes from side two of their self-titled album of 1970. Well, you've heard of taking the bull by the horns. I'm Larry Kensington, and I'm taking music by the horns on this edition of Kensington's Premium Blend. And next, I have a little small group jazz from the early 1960s that will bring you a fine performance by tenor saxophonist Tina Brooks. Brooks, whose given name was Harold and who acquired the nickname Teenie in boyhood, which was later corrupted to Tina, was a hard bop saxophonist of the first order who recorded five albums for Blue Note between 1958 and 1961, only one of which was released during his lifetime. 
Brooks died when he was only 42 in 1974, and only in the 1980s was all the music he recorded for Blue Note finally issued in full. Here, Tina Brooks is joined by trumpeter Blue Mitchell to play a 1950s movie song, The Ruby and the Pearl.
Blood, Sweat, and Tears began in New York in 1967 as an experiment in combining rock music with strong helpings of jazz and blues. After releasing its first album to critical acclaim, BS&T underwent a couple of personnel changes and then found a big-voiced lead singer from Canada named David Clayton Thomas. The group's second album, which took its jazz-rock sound in more of a pop direction, yielded three top ten hits and won a Grammy in 1970. From it came the excellent cover of God Bless the Child, the standard co-written and first recorded by Billie Holiday. Some jazz recorded in 1960 preceded tenor saxophonist Tina Brooks with trumpet player Blue Mitchell recorded The Ruby and the Pearl for Blue Note Records. I'm Larry Kensington. Now, the next couple of tunes I have employ a horn section to telling effect. In just a little bit, you'll hear a bit of cinematic indie rock by the British group Florence and the Machine. Right now, though, it's a performance with a horn section that gives a bit of soulful punch to one of B.B. King's more pop-oriented efforts. In 1979, King recorded the album Take It Home, and several of the songs on it include a seven-piece horn section and a group of female backup singers behind King's vocals and blues guitar playing. Same old story, same old song is from B.B. King. Now 
take one hand will give that's all we know and that's how we live one day hello next day goodbye and everyone stays high same old One tells you down To some you're a saint To others you're a clown What can you do To see it through And hold on To what is left of you Same old
immaculately done pop songs dressed up melodramatically. That is the way one critic has described the work of British singer-songwriter Florence Welch and her group, Florence and the Machine. Now, that indie rock band has sold a lot of records on both sides of the Atlantic, including its 2015 album, How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful, from which I just brought you the title track, which features some dramatic, magnificent work from a large ensemble of horns. A horn section also provided a nice touch to B.B. King's Same Old Story, Same Old Song, recorded by the legendary bluesman back in 1979. This Kensington's premium blend is called By the Horns and continues now with a quintessential bit of mid-1960s Southern soul recorded at the legendary Stack Studio in Memphis, a cover by Otis Redding of the Rolling Stones' first big hit. The Stones' version contains one of the most memorable guitar riffs ever recorded, but wasn't really what Keith Richards was after. He said he actually imagined that riff being played by horns and thought the Stones might re-record the song that way. But they didn't, and Otis Redding did in July 1965.
Oliver Nelson was really one of the most significant jazz voices of his generation. An important big band composer and arranger in the 1960s, who went on to write and record a lot of music for TV and films. But Nelson's most memorable recording was a septet date that he led in 1961, the album called The Blues and the Abstract Truth, which featured Nelson's tenor sax, the trumpet of Freddie Hubbard, the flute and alto sax of Eric Dolphy, and the rhythm section of Bill Evans' piano, Paul Chambers' bass, and Roy Haynes' drums. You just heard the sublime minor key blues that opens the album, Stolen Moments. Otis Redding's soulful makeover of the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, was the set's other item, recorded for the 1965 album, Otis Blue. This is Larry Kensington. In a program of music making prominent use of brass and wind instruments, it's totally appropriate to include something by a symphonic wind ensemble, which is basically a large group consisting of brass and woodwinds, augmented by percussion, and was more or less established by the conductor Frederick Fennell during the 1950s when he taught at the Eastman School of Music in Rochester, New York. Later in his long career, Fennell would be the principal guest conductor of the Dallas Wind Symphony, which is arguably the best group of its kind these days in the United States. Here Fennell leads that group in a piece written by Jack End, who also taught at Eastman in the 1950s and was himself a jazz clarinetist. End wrote a blues for concert band.
At a little past two o'clock on a wintry morning in December 1953, clarinetist and academic Jack End returned to his studio at the Eastman School of Music in Rochester, New York, to drop off his instruments after a gig. On his way inside, he noticed that the same dead cat he had seen a few days earlier was still lying there at the curbside, covered with a bit of snow. That sight made End a little sad, and so he decided to commemorate the long-gone feline in a piece he called Blues for a Killed Cat. <laughs> you just heard it played wonderfully by the Dallas Wind Symphony, conducted by Frederick Fennell in a performance from 1994. Larry Kensington here with one final bit of music to wrap up this Kensington's Premium Blend. And it's from the man who later in his life has had a second career as an abstract expressionist painter and sculptor who has exhibited his work in the U.S. and Europe. But Herb Alpert will always be a musician first and remembered primarily for the music he made back in the 1960s. The Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass album, Whipped Cream and Other Delights, has a cover that is considered a classic pop culture icon. 
It featured model Dolores Erickson suggestively wearing chiffon and shaving cream. You just heard the title track, Whipped Cream, recorded in 1965. Larry Kensington. By the Horns is program number 113, the complete playlist for which is available at the Kensington's Premium Blend Facebook page. If you'd like to stream or download the program, then check out the website kensingtonspremiumblend.org. I produce all my shows in conjunction with FM community station WGRN, located in Columbus, the capital of Ohio. Thanks for listening.